Welcome back to General Education Trojans. From another announced increase in tuition to a recap of President Carol Folt's State of the University address, we've got you covered with all the latest news you might have missed this week. But first, we're joined by Daily Trojan News ace Jennifer Nearer to discuss her latest article, Admits Reflect on Historic Admissions Cycle. Admissions at USC were more rigorous than ever this year. Of 80,760 applicants, only 9.9% were admitted to the class of 2027. The university saw a spike in application numbers, dropping the acceptance to single digits for the first time in the school's history. Nearer reached out to several of these accepted students to gauge this year's application process. Hello, Jennifer. Can you tell me why you decided to report on this story? Yeah, we initially had this as a longer story. We were going to report on all of the statistics and the the breaking news on the admissions rate and the interviews with the new admits all in one story. And what happened was when we initially got the interview with uh, Dean of Admission Timothy Brunold, we decided to split it because that was more breaking news. We ran that first part on Monday and then we spoke with the admits over the next day or two and then ran that half of the story later. The reason we decided to report on it in the first place was because it's breaking news. People want to know what the acceptance rate has gone down to, but we wanted to talk with new admits specifically because we wanted to get a perspective on, you know, what this admission cycle was like for people that actually had to go through it. And how did you get in touch with the newly admitted students? In in the 24 hours immediately following the decisions being released, the USC Instagram and the USC Admissions Instagram featured on their stories, their Instagram stories, videos by people who had gotten accepted, like reaction videos, stories that they had posted, celebrating that they had got in. They all tagged at USC EDU or at USC Admissions, and that's how they got featured on the story. So from there, I scrolled through the stories and kind of as randomly as you could picked three kids to interview. I actually ended up having to get one kid from the the comment section of the post that they later made. And that's that's how we got all three of the kids that we eventually interviewed. During your reporting, did you find out more about why students decided to apply to USC? Yeah, I made sure to ask each admit why they chose USC or why they thought that they wanted to go to USC as perhaps their top choice. One of the kids I interviewed uh, mentioned USC's reputation. I, uh, another kid, very similar reason that that I did for picking USC because there was a specific program that the school offered. This this kid, for example, wants to go into architecture, so he picked USC for the architecture program. Yeah, they, they all mentioned some sort of a reputation that the university has, essentially. And what did you learn from this process? The Well, two things I learned that I hadn't known previously. One was... One one of the students I interviewed applied through QuestBridge and I, I did not apply that way. And so through this kid, I learned how QuestBridge works with students to get them into college. So I, I learned a lot about that process, which was really cool. Uh, and the other thing I learned was actually something that I was following up on from an article I'd written way earlier this year about the new early action option. And I learned from one of the kids I interviewed what happens if you get deferred from the early action applicant pool. And what we learned is that when you get deferred, USC gives you an option to either have them review your application amidst all the regular decisions or, and I don't want to go here anymore, please don't review my application, I'm going to go somewhere else. 
And I didn't actually know that. I didn't know that was going to be part of the process. So that was an interesting thing to hear, especially about something that was actually my, my first front page article, which is pretty cool. Speaking of QuestBridge, from what you've learned, how important are programs like QuestBridge for low-income students? Well, QuestBridge is uh, incredibly important. The student I interviewed who got in with the help of QuestBridge, her decision as to where she's going to be going for college is solely up to financials. And I consider myself lucky enough that that was not a huge factor in my college decision, but I know that it did have some effect. I know that I, again, am very lucky to have received a scholarship at USC. And if I hadn't, I don't think I would be here because right now it costs about 86,000 to attend. That number is expected to go up next year for kids who do have to worry about that. I can imagine that not being able to go to the school that you want to go to solely because you can't afford it would be incredibly disappointing. And so it's incredibly important that programs like QuestBridge be the reason that uh, USC and many other universities can have so many talented students who otherwise, for financial reasons, may not be able to attend. From what you've learned, what are some of the biggest factors that admitted students have told you will play into their decision to come to USC or not? So, I mean, like I just mentioned, the financial aspect is a huge part of it. That was, again, basically the, the sole factor at this point in one of the kids, uh, Jade and her decision, uh, whether or not to go to college here. I know that for the student I interviewed, uh, Gabriel, who is coming in for architecture, he's already decided I'm, since he's gotten into what is one of arguably the best architecture programs in the country. Since he's in, he has made the decision. He said he's ready to commit for the, the other student I interviewed, Stephanie, she also seemed pretty ready to commit. She said USC was her top choice. And it, it sounds like USC is the best option for all three of these students. And I would say right now, the biggest barrier for any of them is that financial aspect. Jennifer spoke to Stephanie Placencia and Jaden Armand, two newly admitted students, about their admissions experience. Uh, I guess, like, if I had to give advice to anyone who wanted to apply to college or apply to USC, I would definitely say that your story is really important. Like, when I did my essays, I talked a lot about where I grew up, kind of like how certain factors have influenced my life. And even through my USC supplementals, I was able to talk about myself. So it wasn't just more about making myself like look good in terms of academics or in terms of like, oh, I have a lot of extracurriculars. It was more about telling my story because your story is something that's unique. You're the only person who has your story. I would say to make sure that they're telling their story, the most authentic version of themselves. I'm so excited. And when I first visited USC's campus, I did picture myself there. And so now the fact that, you know, I could potentially be going there and like that be my future, um, it's really exciting. And I'm really looking forward to it. Demographically, 23% of this year's applicants identified as first-generation students, a 3% increase from last year, while a third of admitted students were from historically underrepresented racial and ethnic backgrounds. Now let's recap two other articles you might have missed this week. Does your wallet hurt yet? Well, it will soon. USC, already the sixth most expensive undergraduate experience in the country, is expecting tuition to increase by another 5% within the coming year. 
Other fees increasing tuition include mandatory transportation fees racking up on students, totaling the cost of tuition up to $66,640 for the 2023-2024 academic year. In Sparse Sharma's article, Show Me the Money, Students Call for Transparency Amid Tuition Increase, he discusses tuition concerns encompassing the university. Ivy League universities, which compete with USC to attract the nation's top applicants, also feature in that top 20. The question asked by students is where is the extra tuition going? Additional costs for essential services such as housing, dining, and transportation have inflated the expected cost of attendance by more than $5,000 to a total of $90,921. It reflects a concerning time for students facing spiraling costs everywhere in an inflationary economy. The university pointed out that this inflation is spawning higher tuition costs around the country. University President Carol Folk gave her 2023 State of the University Address Tuesday morning. In his article, Carol Folt envisions limitless future in the State of the University Address, Jonathan Park discusses Folt's speech on the university. USD faculty, quote, continue to garner incredible national and international awards, Folt said. Eleven professors were inducted into prestigious national academies and funding grants rose 8% in 2022 from the previous year. Of the 3,500 research proposals submitted this academic year, altogether valued at $3.5 billion, 40% were funded, significantly over the usual 10%. Other goals Fult listed were a commitment to the athletic and academic success of student-athletes and the continuation of initiatives reducing carbon emissions. July marks Fult's fourth full year as president. Fult said in her address that she, quote, chose to see USC's future as limitless. Hosted by Shaza Fadul and Grace Ingram, written by Narissa Ramirez, Stacey Obadochin, Isabella Zhang, Benjamin Papp, and Shaza Fadul. Edited by Grace Ingram and Ryan Skidmore. Produced by Grace Ingram and Christina Shakarbol. General Education is one of the three shows on the Daily Trojan Podcast Network. You can find more episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts, as well as our website, dailytrojan.com. 